Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast on the Rigger Podcast Network brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Hiring can be a challenge. As Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered, Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for an education tech company. She went to ZipRecruiter.com, posted her job, found the right person in less than two weeks. With results like that, no wonder four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site. Within the first day right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, JustWorks makes it easier to start, run, and grow a business with JustWorks. Entrepreneurs and their teams get access to high-quality, affordable benefits, automated payroll, compliance support, and HR tools all in one place. Get two free months when you go to JustWorks.com dot com slash Bill Simmons. That's my name. We're also brought to you by Bill Belichick. He's been kicking the AFC's ass for the last 20 years. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where the Ryan Rossillo Show, which used to be called Dual Threat, and now it's called the Ryan Rossillo Show because that's his name. It's three times a week now and every Monday, starting this week, During the NFL season, Chris Long, who once upon a time, not not, uh, too far away, won a Super Bowl with the New England Patriots um, and has done a lot of good things in his career. Now he's retired and is close to Ryan, and they're going to have an awesome Monday football show where they break down the weekend. So you're going to want to listen to that. Subscribe to The Ryan Rosillo Show, and you can hear Rosillo and Long every Monday on the Ringer Podcast Network. Also, the Rewatchables 1999 is going for a few more weeks here on Luminary. New ones. We had Eyes Wide Shut last week. I'm not going to tell you what's coming up this week, but it's a good one. Get your first two months of access to Luminary's premium content for free by signing up at luminary.link slash Simmons. Cancel any time. Terms do apply. Coming up, week one in the books. Basically, we have two Monday night games to run, but week one is just about in the books. And the cuz is coming on. We're going to play Guess the Lines for week two and talk about week one as well. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, the cuz is on the line. We are taping this almost midnight ET, 8.49 Pacific time. And uh, I'm riding the high south. The Patriots look great. I won in fantasy. I had the highest score in our league. I've won some bets. This is great. I just wish I could bottle this feeling and carry it for the next four months. But I know I can't. Mm. Yeah, I know. I, I know earlier I said I was glad the Giants didn't play the Cowboys Sunday night. But now, now I kind of going back on that because we, we thrashed them so much and then the high let down and then the reality set in that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl again. It's like, oh, that's we, we really learned nothing after one that one night. So very sad. Kyle and I were in the office yesterday, Saturday, because I was taping a podcast with Sean Penn that we're going to run at some point, I think this week. But uh, as that was happening, all of a sudden the Patriots had traded for Antonio Brown. So we put up a little mini emergency podcast for like 20 minutes as, mm-hmm. um, you know, in at nine o'clock in the morning on Saturday, I thought the guy was a lunatic and 
by four o'clock, Kyle and I were high-fiving and trying to figure out where he fit in our offense. Where did but why he- is that? Why? Because everything the Patriots ever do has to be good and adorable and great, or or is just is just blind allegiance? Or I mean, is it at all good for the league that he's on the Patriots? Oh, God. Oh, oh I'm ready. I'm oh. ready for it. I'm Let's ready. go. This is terrible. <laughs> Let's this hear is it. Terrible. Let's hear it. Go ahead. Uh, oh, unleash. No, well, you finish your thoughts. You guys high five. Then what happened? You took a bath. That's it. I, I did what, a podcast. I gave my thoughts. You give us your thoughts. Well, here's my thoughts. Um, they're the Super Bowl champs. They're expected to win eleven between eleven and twelve games. Uh, they're once again in the weakest division and maybe all sports. Forget about just the NFL. And uh, you know, I, I know you don't like Goodell, and I, I think he makes some questionable moves and needs to be called out on stuff. But if ever someone needed to step in and say, "Oh, this doesn't look right," That um, I, I don't even think let, let, can he do a contract in like three minutes a fifteen million dollar when you signed Kyle who's related to you did you talk to him about it for more than three minutes I think you probably did no. before you agreed to no, terms for his like employment at the Ringer twenty seconds I'm not saying he was in on this and the Patriots were in on this for the last three months uh, or starting from the hot air balloon or whatever but the last four days they definitely had this in writing somewhere and if someone at the top at the NFL wants to cause trouble for the Patriots, then they probably could. And I and it's for nothing either, because they're gonna win the Super Bowl as you saw it tonight. So, so you're I don't saying, know what's cool about this. You're saying that a league that four years ago went out of its way to try to railroad the best quarterback who's ever played in the league and actually suspended him for four games is now looking the other way with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. What what are you saying? Are you saying this is all on the up and up and the team that tried to trade for him in March and didn't ha- didn't then step aside? didn't have any interest in him all until he left the team like, and did these bizarre things. And all of a sudden, all these internet things are going to stop, all the Instagram posts and everything. Well, it seems is that, like- Is that what you're saying? It seems like there was a healthy market for him. I think yeah. a lot of people were pinging Drew Rosenhaus, probably realizing at some point late Friday or early Saturday that this was going in the wrong direction and that he was going to become available. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what the complete list was. I'm sure your team pinged him. I think the the- the bigger the list, the better my point here. So he had to sift through 10 offers in, in 40 minutes and still came to terms with the Patriots that fast. Like, I don't know. It's, well, it's just not kosher to me. I go back to what he said when he came to visit us at the ringer in February, when we asked him what, what's the single best offense you could be in? And he said, Pats or chiefs. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to be, I actually thought it was going to be the chiefs. I didn't think the Pats were deep enough at receiver and looking, you know, healthy enough as a Super Bowl contender, I didn't think they would want to risk it. But they obviously, Belichick and Brady seem to really admire the guy. And they do have a good relationship with his agent. My dad was big on that one. <laughs> They've had a lot of good experiences with Rosenhaus for some reason. I think they're it's in the minority in that. It doesn't feel fair. I, I don't know how to say it other than put yourself in another team's shoes. I, I definitely feel bad for the Raiders who 14 months ago had either Khalil Mack or Mari Cooper or Antonio Brown on their roster. Now they don't have any of those guys and they're done. And, and it's all because they asked the guy to wear a helmet and practice, you know, like, I, I don't know <laughs> what did anyone do wrong? <laughs> well, I think the Raiders problem was giving all that money to John Gruden, who, who clearly doesn't really have an idea what he's doing. I mean, the Brown thing was high risk and they're putting him in a situation where he's with an average quarterback at best on a team that wasn't a playoff contender mm-hmm. with really a rebuilding project. 
for lack of a better word, all those rookies, it wasn't like that team was going to contend in any way. And they were expecting Brown to behave his best. Seems, I, seems a little dubious. I think that's far from his best, but I think that's a, this is a Charlie Sheen-esque meltdown. And I, I would, I would hope there's something weird going on. Not that I hope there's something weird going on mentally, but that, that would, that would explain things better than, uh, the Patriots just swooped in and, and got him uh, when the, everyone, the league was most vulnerable. You don't think it's as simple as he becomes available and Belichick's like, hey, what kind of number is, is Antonio thinking? And Rosenhaus says, well, if it's like 15 million and the signing bonus is 10, he he's coming to you. And Belichick's like, well, what about nine? Rosenhaus texts back, done. And that's it. Like when we make a fantasy trade. I met him in that simple. <laughs> I it might have like been a minute. A fantasy trade. It might have been like a minute. Uh, it seems like it was like a minute. I'm saying it's more likely that it was a few days. I think like, I you, don't know. When did it, when did it turn in Antonio Brown's head that he fully did not want to be a Raider? All right. So let me ask you this, because yeah. it does seem like Brady likes him and Brady, even Al Michaels reported tonight that Kraft told Al Michaels that Brady told Antonio Brown, you can live with me while you're trying to find a place. So he obviously yeah, likes terrible. him. It's all terrible. So Brady and Antonio Brown are texting back and forth. And he's like, hey, man, you should come here. And AB's like, I want to. And he, and then Brady puts that word to the Patriots. How is that different than every single situation that's happened in the NBA that both of us hate? Oh, but the NBA is bad, too. The NBA is, does this all the time. Uh, and it's awful. Well, so people what, have what been you, asking me. About? It's bad. People have been asking me, don't you feel a little hypocritical that you hate all the player movement and you sure. hate this sneaking back alley dealing and really guys stabbing their teams in the back to go to the teams they want? Mm -hmm. which I have been in the past hated. And my answer is I hate it unless my team is involved. If my team's involved, I like it. I don't mm -hmm. like it when it's the other teams is where yeah, I stand. See, I know Yankee fans who, when they got big time free agents, they're, they're a little bummed out. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like, um, yeah, whatever. If you're just not built that way, that's fine. If, if everything's no. okay all the time, it's Here's good. Here's the thing. After Deflategate, I'm just in FU mode for the rest of my life with Brady and Belichick. So whatever yeah. it takes to win more Super Bowls, I'm in. And it was well, great tonight. And the Steelers, who... Now, Kyle, can you research this? Can you can you Google, did the Steelers have a training camp? <laughs> just Google that. See, if, I felt like their locker room was more distracted by the Antonio Brown news <laughs> than, than the Raiders or the Patriots or anybody. Like, Wait, I don't know what did they realize there. that game was being televised? Oh, man. That was an abomination. What were they doing? Wait, wait. How about, I knew they were in trouble when the third and ones where it's fourth and inches and they're punting and granted they're in their own territory, but you have to have a certain mentality when you play the Patriots. You know, that's why the Eagles beat them in the Super Bowl and any team that's done well against them has had that attitude of, we're not it, afraid of so you, we're bad. coming and, at and you. And not like the, not that like the Steelers are going to come back, but you know, as soon as the oh, team God. kicks a field goal on fourth and three inside the 15 or fourth or and three, punts, it was fourth and one poor punts from the 45 or something. You know, that's when Belichick just sticks out his cheating foot and, and puts it on your rubs it into your throat. And it's that's 20, it. it's 20 to nothing. Our yeah. guys have been open all game. Brady's Brady wasn't fantastic today, but they, the offense mm -hmm. was moving the whole time. Yeah. And they're basically like, well, if we cut it to 17, we might have a chance here. They're in the one yard line. Even if they right. don't get it, we're stuck on the one yard line. Sure, it wasn't like we were running the ball that well, but I thought, uh, I thought the Steelers, an atrocious game. It seemed like they were completely unprepared for how good the secondary was for the. Which I was telling you a couple weeks ago. I think this is the best secondary the Patriots have had. 
It's a top five second. It's I mean, it definitely is. It's just with, deep. With Gilmore and McCordy and Jackson, like it's it's really not a hole back there. And it's, two McCordys. That, that's rough. Don't wouldn't you like to win it that way? Wouldn't that be nice? Like, hey, for once our our defense can win us a Super Bowl. Well, and listen, to be saddled with this lunatic. I from what I saw tonight, I don't know if Antonio Brown can beat out Philip Dorsett. I don't yeah. know. He might be his backup. <laughs> is he better yeah. than well, Josh Gordon and Dorsett? I don't know. From from what I saw tonight, maybe not. Do you think this will work out? Like, do you, how's this going to work? Is Antonio Brown going to shut down the social media, which it is does seem to be like crack to him? Is he going to shut shut it down altogether to to Belichick's liking, or is Belichick going to bend a little and say, "Hey, this guy could do good things for us. I'll let it go. Uh, I'm definitely not going to let him tape our conversations, but I'm going to let something go. He can throw one or two things in a week." So, all right. So this could go one of two ways. Brown might, he might be a lunatic. It's possible. It can't be ruled out. He might just have gone off the deep end and there's no right. coming back. Or he, this is the situation he wanted all along. He got it. He is somebody who A, wants a Super Bowl ring and knows what that means for him and his legacy. I really do think he cares about his legacy. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think there's a world in which he's just done his best behavior this year. He understands that if he catches 90 to 105 balls, 12 TDs. He's huge in the playoffs. Brady loves him. He gets his just due. This is somebody, if we're making a list of the best receivers of all time, he's in the top five statistically, but he doesn't have the playoff resume yet. So if he has like that kind of career season, like what Moss had in 07, on top of uh, all the other stuff he's already done, now he's in that conversation. I I think that's what's driving him personally. I guess. I mean, you talk about legacy. This is got to be different ways to go about it. it, it I don't know how we're going to remember him in 10 years, but I feel like a lot of this stuff is going to, I mean, I don't know, maybe there'll be 20 players between now and then who, who go about their business people, the same way. But, but people, I feel like this is the shit we're going to remember. The the hot air balloon, which nobody, not wearing the helmet, the crazy posts, the crying at a press conference flanked by team captains, taping his coach. I don't know. <laughs> Boy, you're really you're really agitated by I this. Don't know. I, like I was this. so happy with the Cowboys win. Then I'm watching. I was like, oh, what? Why are we even watching this season? <laughs> <laughs> um, my answer to that is, I don't think people will care in like a month. I, I, I it goes in one ear and out the other with bad behavior with athletes. Like the whole Jimmy Butler thing, what he did in Minnesota was reprehensible. Mm-hmm. And he went to Philly, and everybody was like, cool, he's playing with Joe Embiid and Ben Simmons. Nobody cared. Well, Nobody's going to care this. I, I was using that because like all week I'm screaming about how oh, the Patriots, this is why the Patriots are winners. Their culture, their locker room culture is different. They would never allow this. They're winners. Raiders are losers. Oh, it sounds good on paper, right? Then the Patriots sign him. So, and, and I'm thinking like Malcolm Butler didn't play the Super Bowl, a gigantic game. And we still don't really know why. And uh, so, you know, they're able to keep things secret. This, this goes so counter to what the, how the Patriots do their business. It is going to be interesting to see. Maybe it won't matter. Maybe it won't put up with it at all. And you're right. Maybe it won't make the team. Well, I know I know the prevailing theory out there is the rich get richer, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just going to remind you, and this is my buddy Hench pointed this out. I don't know if you've ever met him, Kevin Hench. Yeah. You've ever Not met that guy? Uh-huh. He wants to point out that uh, over the, over the offseason, we lost our Hall of Fame tight end. We lost mm-hmm. our leading passing rusher. We lost our center. We lost our left tackle. We have a new punter. We have our first round pick who's on the injured list. Those are a lot of obstacles. I'm really proud of this team for fighting through it and and being able to stay together with with those massive amount of losses. 
Good and job. Now with me now, on that? Now go beat up on the uh, the sophomore team that you have to play uh, every other week. But this schedule, I mean, we knew both of us thought the Steelers were going to be better, and maybe they will. Again, once they have a couple practices and get back in the swing of playing football again, which obviously mm-hmm. their first, first time they put the pads on all year was tonight. But right. once they get back in the swing, I still think they'd be pretty good. But this Patriots schedule coming up, they play all three AFC East teams. And I don't know if you noticed today, it was a little under the radar, but the AFC East might not be good other than the Patriots. I don't know if yeah. you saw that. Uh, yeah. They play the Washington Redskins and they play the New York Football Giants. And that's mm-hmm. the first six weeks of the season. So, Well, it, we always said oh, the Patriots have eight games. The first eight games are against non-playoff teams, non-2018 playoff teams. And I said it tongue in cheek because I'm like, oh, the Steelers are good. Uh, you know, I could, I could keep saying that, but the Steelers are good. I don't know if the Steelers are good anymore. I will say this. We, we typically cross teams off. Yeah. Um, from the playoffs. I don't think we could do that just yet. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we, we can. Oh, you think we can? Yeah, I was I can we save that? Because I had that coming up later. Okay. All right. I was gonna make it like who's def there's only one division that's definitely gonna be winning, and that's the one, and that's the Patriots. And then I was gonna say there are a few teams that were definitely going to come in fourth place, but we'll save it. We'll save it your way. We'll do it your way. Well, after what from what I saw today. And I didn't like the Saints this year. And I, I was grasping for straws trying to come up with another team. I picked Tampa Bay. That was mm-hmm. a bad choice. I, as I've learned over the years, and we've talked about in the podcast, you try to approach week one thinking certain things will happen. Yeah. And then once you realize it's not going to happen, audible quickly, just have no memory, move on. Right. The NFC South is really set up for the Saints, it looks like, because I was yeah. not impressed with the Panthers today. The Falcons were awful. Oh, and killed us. Winston is going to be in the XFL next year, unfortunately for him and for the XFL. So <laughs> the Saints really just have to go 10 and 6, and they're going to win that division, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, having not played a game, they, yeah, the big they winners. pretty much clinched it. They look good. And the Pats... Nah, we'll get, let's give Carolina a shot. I think that Rams defense is good. I don't think Cam looks particularly great, but you got a guy who could get 200 all-purpose yards um, a game offensively. So Did Cam look... Did he look smaller to you? Smaller? Both, I, don't, I mean, he wasn't wearing the hat. But. Both, both, <laughs> both Kyle and I thought he looked leaner. Interesting. I don't know if he took Tate Frazier's ringer departure to like really hard and just stopped eating, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, he looked, he looked. Uh, I don't know. He just did not look like Cam. He didn't look like the supernatural athletic force today at all. Now the Rams are really good, and mm. we've learned over the years not to overreact with Week One. But right. Um, but for that third best spot in the AFC which I think we both thought the Steelers had it. I was really impressed by the Chargers-Colts game today. I want to talk about that in one second. Let's take a quick break. Hey, let's talk about Square. They make that little white square reader that helps businesses around your neighborhood take payments, like Alexis, who cuts my hair. Yeah, she just takes my credit card, uses Square. It's that easy. I pay her, put tips on it. It's great. Here's the thing a lot of people don't know about Square. They make so much more than the card reader because running and growing a business takes a lot of work. I mean, once upon a time, I ran and tried to grow a business. Yeah, we have 90 employees here now at The Ringer. While Square can't do all that work for you, it can help with a lot more than you think with things like point of sale for restaurants, retail, salon, whatever, online stores, full service payroll, access to business loans to help you with cash flow, whatever you need. Their payments are still the best in the business. No long-term contracts, no weird fees. You always get your money fast. There's really so much more Square can do to help your business run and grow. 
See all the ways Square can take your business from square one to whatever's next at square.com slash go slash BS. There's a lot to cover in week one. Chargers Colts was the best game today and it felt like a playoff game. The Colts blew it 19 different ways. Vinatieri, um, we've always joke about like, oh, that guy's my age. Like he actually is our age. I think yeah. he's 48. Is he 48? Mm-hmm. Is he 47? And he just murdered them. He murdered them. Eric Ebron dropped a touchdown in the end zone that would have cut it to two about midway through the fourth quarter. Then the Chargers went all the way down. They're about to put the game away. And a safety on the Colts makes an Odell catch, one-hander, saves the game. Colts come back down. They score, get the two-point, send it in a toe tee. They don't win the coin toss. Chargers come down and win it. Yeah, it, they were just it was, gassed on defense, I think. Yep. Yeah, and, it, and it, it was hot here today. First game of the year, all that stuff. But I was really impressed by uh, by both teams, actually, because the Chargers were missing a couple guys, too. And the Colts, the, the luck thing is not a problem for them. It really isn't. The, the Colts are good. The luck thing, we've been talking about Ewing Theory, all that stuff. I've been all in on the Colts. They were one of my million-dollar picks. But I think that team's legit good. And I, I think one of those two teams will be the third best. I think they could be – well, you're not counting Baltimore. I mean, what more – I know they played a bad team, but what more do you have to see out of them? Um, I'd like to see them play a professional football okay. team. Can All we right. see that? I know. All right. But that, no, you're right. This was a good game, but Brissett was fine. Uh, and you're right. It does seem, though, we, look, we were talking about this, uh, your buddy Henshaw, everything that seems to have gone wrong for the Chargers in the past, like they would have lost that game four different times, yeah. right? But. Now they have a kicker. Badgley's out. They have the backup, the punter, uh, as kicker. He nails a field goal. Um, so now they have two good kickers, and the teams they're playing are missing field goals. Like it, it was very weird. It was very uncharger esque, and they came in and win. And and the Colts, yeah, I don't think Brissett's going to be asked to do a lot in some of these games. What did Mac have? 174 yards rushing. Yeah, he it's was insane. terrific. And yeah. I thought Brissett was good in that game. I thought he, mm-hmm. I thought he managed it really well, and especially that last drive in regulation, they really took their time. Kyle and I were actually going nuts because we wanted them to score and we didn't understand why they were going so slow, but they they managed it really well. And then on the Chargers side, you know, anybody who watched them last year or grabbed Eckler or Justin Jackson on fantasy or something like, those guys are good. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really miss Gordon. And I thought that might be the case, but I I thought unequivocally they didn't miss Gordon. And And, you know, today was great for Dak Prescott and his agent. Mm. It was kind of the opposite for Melvin Gordon. I felt like, oh yeah, because for sure. Coming out of that game, if I'm the Chargers, I'm like, look, dude, you just we're not paying you. Sorry, you can either come back or, right, you know, I whatever. Was, Derwin James is the big miss there. I mean, that guy was around, made every tackle, every play, and uh, he was missed in their secondary, especially late when the team's trying to come back. But yeah, Melvin Gordon, I, these running backs have to be careful, and just because it worked for Zeke and he had the old man over a barrel, it's not, it's not going to work for everybody. And I, I think like Melvin Gordon's going to fall into that category. Yeah, Zeke's a little different because when he was out there today, and granted, you're playing the Giants, hmm. but we knew within a quarter that that game was over, and yeah, Gallup's emergence, uh, which we've fun. heard about the whole offseason, he definitely had the raw skills last year, but. You know, it was the classic, like, super talented, physically gifted receiver. Insane, yeah, who didn't know what he was doing. Prescott now, would overthrow him every uh, three times a game, yeah. So you get him going, and then yeah. now Zeke's out there. Dak's looking good. That was everything you wanted to see, I thought, in that game. Mm-hmm. For so, sure. 
Yeah. And, and, and their defense are good the too. Giants. But the Giants defense, more than anything, we could laugh about Eli and Daniel Jones, and everyone was very excited. Daniel, this has got to be, I was like, he's coming in, mop up duty. He's playing second stringers again on defense. Don't get excited about him. But uh, yeah, it's it's the Giants defense that's trouble. They really, they just look slower than everybody. They had like nine guys who didn't start last year. They're, they're going to be a mess. They're at the basement for sure. I don't remember coming out of week one and having like five teams already that I've just completely written off. Really? See, I only have, I only have the one. I only have the Giants. Oh, you don't, the Dolphins have to be the write-off. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. I thought the Lions and the Cardinals, in my opinion, are both write-off teams. They, those teams stink and that game was terrible and it wouldn't end. Kyle and I were getting mad because the Pats were going to start. And we wanted to see the uh, the banner unveiling all that stuff. Meanwhile, right. this, they're playing this overtime tie, and the the cards are just basically hoping for the tie, which is pathetic. <laughs> like, should they have poured not a whole Gatorade <laughs> bucket on Cliff Kingsbury, but like just one of those little bottles, <laughs> yeah, just like, like an on, airplane on, bottle, yeah, yeah, in his lower body, just like splashes right. groin with it or something. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Patricia blew it. I mean, I, I know he's we terrible. say that all the time. He's but bad. This is one of those games where you just let Stafford throw, right? Yeah. You know, he's, there's two cornerbacks out for Arizona. He didn't have any picks going in the whole game. Just let him toss it. Why are you handing off to carry on Johnson in overtime on second day? You know, like you're playing for the tie there. Um, yeah, it's kind of kind of embarrassing for the Lions. Kyler Murray was as advertised. He mm-hmm. looked completely overwhelmed. He was running for his life at times. And then all of a sudden when he got it going, it was kind of magical. It was really like the fourth quarter was really fun watching him. And he's terrifying. I had no money on the game. I didn't care who won. But if I was betting against him, I would have been completely petrified. Sure. At the end of the game. Let's talk about. It seemed like he figured out football like halfway through. I think there was a stat where all through college, he only had three balls deflected or tipped or something. And he had five uh, in that Lions game. And it's like, well, yeah. NFL players are taller. I mean, I've always said that <laughs> they just they just are. But um, yeah, he he had some kind of like zest in the third and fourth quarter that if if they had one more quarter, they probably would have won. Well, he hit fits on. I mean, he hit fits a few times down the stretch, but he hit him on one that was like a forty-five yard rope in stride. And Fitz had to be thinking like, "Wow, I haven't had that in yeah." 12 was years. that the sideline one or yeah. over, over the middle? Yeah, that was. It was fun. like he might he must have just been so delighted. Think of all mm-hmm. the shitty quarterbacks that have been thrown in passes. Let's talk about um a couple other week one storylines. Lamar Jackson is our new fantasy god. Yeah, he supplanted sure. Pat Mahomes. I think seven eight touchdowns was in play if they had just kept running it up. But this is what Mallory was on my podcast on Thursday, mm-hmm. talking about how she. I believe that too, because he's on both my fantasy teams, how they spent this whole off season building a team specifically for him. Last year, he's playing on Joe Flacco's offense this year. Yeah. It's a whole team built for him. And it really felt that way. And he was really good. And their young receivers were, were super duper exciting. They're, you know, hard to take too much away from how bad that Miami thing was, but at least the offense felt like it belonged to him. And I was impressed. Are you jealous? You want to trade for him? Well, no. I mean, you have four. You what do you have? Like five quarterbacks in fantasy. So well, I have. Uh, I'll be able to have my pick of the litter. I have the reeling Baker Mayfield, uh-huh. and I have Ben Roethlisberger. Not jealous of that pick. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I went one for three, but that's that's why you draft multiple quarterbacks. So should we talk about that game? I, Lamar Jackson's fantastic, and uh, we should probably look at the 
AFC North odds tomorrow morning or uh, Monday morning. But I, yeah, I can't believe. Can you believe now that after seeing that one game, and obviously there are favorable matchups for the Ravens and and maybe not the Browns, but the Browns were favored to win that NFC no, uh, AFC North. Incredible. We were we were more than dubious. We discussed this when oh, we yeah. did when we did both of the preseason podcasts we did. It had all the makings. My theory was that they were going to be good this week and then the wheels were going to come off. And as it turns out, the wheels just immediately came off. And there was a specific point in this game when it happened, when, you know, they still, even though they're having a lot of penalties and stupid stuff, they still, the Titans couldn't do anything. And then the Titans had like, I think it was an 87 yard drive. Mm -hmm. The, the Browns kept it alive with a bunch of penalties. I think they had four penalties on the drive. Mariota's just throwing the ball over everybody's head. He just looks terrible. Mm -hmm. But they kept getting more and more chances and more free first downs. And then finally they scored. Then the the stupid left tackle on the Browns gets kicked out for kicking somebody. The backup yeah. gets hurt. We go into halftime and now they have five linemen. Freddie Kitchens looks like he should just be drinking like a malt 40 on the sideline. <laughs> I mean that that's the thing. Why everybody like the they, they were in love with Freddie Kitchens. You could talk about anything else, but why is this guy gonna succeed? Why do you love I, I get Odell Beckham Jr. I get all the Landry and everybody. Chubb, who didn't get the goal line carry, I know that killed you after you bid seventy nine dollars on him and he looked uh, good today fantasy. though. I am I'm, I'm still in on Chubb. He did everything except get it at the goal yeah, line. Yeah, he did everything except to get the carry at, on the four yard line to score. I, I don't know what they're doing, that that, that team. But they're in a lot of trouble. Well, I mean, some teams are just undisciplined. We saw it with the Raiders for so many years, and it held them back. Even when they were good, it held them back. And now 18 penalties for 182 yards. You don't expect that every week, but that's that's bad. You need a good coach to come in there and, and sort that out. That could be a problem every week. It was our biggest fear with them, and it was realized in week one. And it had all the check marks. You know, you look at penalties, you look at dumb decisions, Um even their game plan, I didn't. I felt like Nick Chubb could have run on them that whole game, and over and over again they were, you know, throwing the ball on weird downs. I just, I hated the way they played. Their fans got bummed out, and now we don't get to see them again until Monday night, which we'll get into. But they're playing an equally disappointing Jets team, so maybe that'll well, get them going. Yeah, we'll but. talk about that. You know, it, it started at. I think we discussed like, hey, that week two could be a really good, uh, insightful game in terms of the wild card. Now. Nope. Now it might be a loser leaves town match. It might be. Um, I'm I'm glad I had no money on the Browns. That game would have made me really mad. Yeah. So another thing that happened, I think Miami's 0-16 is in play. I don't yeah, think it could be I, counted I wish out. I would listen to you because when they made the trade, when they traded Tunsil, the, there was still four and a half. There's just no wiggle room. Now yeah. there's a lot of wiggle room we see if, if you bet under four and a half wins for Miami because it, it's going to be zero, one, two, or three probably, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I think the the mistake was we both thought the Ravens were going to kill the Dolphins. We threw them in parlays and did stuff like that. But he, the move should have been to bet, you know, the plus. Don't they have the bets like they'll win by more? Somebody will win by more than 20 points. Sure, yeah, the Rangers, yep. I think that's the move with Miami going forward. Um, speaking of bad breaks... Nick Foles broke his clavicle yep. early. And then somebody came in and we looked him up on the ESPN scoreboard to see who it was. And it just said G Minshew. His first name Gardner was G. Minshew, yeah. No, I call him G. I, I think it's better if he goes with G. Like there's some mystery. He's G Minshew. He actually looked pretty good, but it didn't matter because the Chiefs Watkins ran amok and 
they couldn't cover anybody. It was like a hundred degrees. I'm not going to overreact to that game. I don't, I don't want to write off the Jaguars yet. I think the tendency would be they got killed by the chiefs. Nick Foles is out, cross them off, but I, I'm not crossing them off yet. I, well, I want to see yeah, one more. I don't want to write off the chiefs defense, but I feel like I might have to because like, G Minshew, Washington state <laughs> grad, 22 for 25, 275. And, you know, I wouldn't say it's all garbage time. They were, they were, were kind of in it, you know. It's not, they're not playing prevent defense in the second quarter, that's for sure. I think they have a lot of problems defensively, Jacksonville. They're going to – or uh, Kansas City. They're going to give up between 35 and 42, maybe five or six games this year. Tyreek Hill is out with uh, some yeah. sort of injury for a few weeks. Shoulder. Unclear. Is that what they said a few weeks? I, I feel like that was a uh, – that was a karma pick for me, fantasy wise. I think I what, what did I bid like forty one dollars on him? It's well, a karma. The whole thing, whole thing's karma for him ultimately. Well, for me if too. you're if you're going karma, he was a loser today. So was Jameis Winston and Ben Roethlisberger scored three points. So I don't know if right. you, if you just want to group those three together in a sentence, feel free. Yeah, right. Well, but the Patriots won. So how do you how do you oh, that? Oh, <laughs> so G Minshew does he get picked up in a fantasy league? Uh maybe uh, let's see they're at houston this week i'll have to look at their schedule but um, Kyle, there's other guy. I, I think, a g all right by the way i think kirk cousins is on the uh waiver wire no he should a lot be. of good quarterbacks out there kirk cousins that was a classic that's another team we should mention it um, was only eight for ten for 98 yards i, I get that but no that um, was the perfect cousin situation though because they had the lead the whole game they didn't actually have to even, ask him to do anything yeah. cook in the first half, looked like he was a professional guy playing against a high school team. Right. So much faster than everyone. He was great. I, I didn't realize he was going to be all the way back like that. Um, yep. So as long, as long as they have the lead, they'll be fine. The You had the Falcons too, right? You bet them? I did a, I did a little money line parlay with the Colts. Not for a little flyer. Oh, right. You would have lost. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, I decided during the, as it was going down, I don't think I've won on them since the Pats beat them in the Super Bowl. I think oh, I'm like, oh, for my last 15 Falcons bets. Mm-hmm. But that was a classic. Like, they were terrible. I think it was 28 nothing at some point. And then Matt Ryan just lighting it up in garbage time, like always. Just He somehow got to 300 yards. He was awful for two and a half quarters in that game. He was just oh, absolutely... That floater he threw that was picked in the oh, end zone. I was like, oh, that, that's got to be a touchdown. Just the way he's... Just the the... You know, the loft he put on it just got to be a touchdown. Nope. Intercepted. They should have put it when he runs on the ticker and it's like, Matt Ryan, 304 yards. It should have an asterisk and be like, none <laughs> of this meant jack shit. He did yeah. nothing. So that team, I didn't like the vibe of that team at all. And I, I had high I, hopes for them. I know. I had yeah. them as a 10-win team. That's I would bad. look at, uh, yeah, well, I had them at 9-7. and seven. We both thought they were going to be hanging around that playoff picture. I don't want to write them off yet, but I also think we have to introduce Dan Quinn for first coach fired. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's been a little. It's been a little bit. Because we have, they have a uh, next. If you week, go from twenty eight three game on. Well, had so, a bunch of injuries defensively last year, so there's, the excuses are all over the place. But yeah, they took care of Julio. They they changed all the coordinators, all that stuff. Sunday night, they're playing the Eagles in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And if they have the same type of game they had today, the fans will start booing around halfway through the second quarter, and the Dan Quinn watch will uh will be on um for sure yeah another one where the watch will be on was is Jameis, who had a pick 12 today didn't know that was possible <laughs> i've heard of pick sixes but he threw a pick 12 two pick sixes he's good 
Unbelievable. The Niners could barely do anything. Although I will say George Kittle, he who is not on the my team in the league we're in, but he dropped, he had another two touchdowns called back by penalties. Really? This should be a fantasy stat. I would want to know the leaders of this. George Kittle has 12 fantasy points wiped away. Um, but well, James I was looking, um, uh, you know, our, our boy Mike Francesa mentioned that George Kittle is the player that nobody knows about, the great player that nobody knows about. So I'm, uh, I'm going to start paying attention to that guy. <laughs> I love nobody when people do that on Twitter. fantasy players. Nobody I love Jamel, but she did that with Lamar Jackson today where it was one of those oh, yeah. tweets like everybody who thought Lamar Jackson needed to change positions or couldn't play QB. Oh, like it was one of those. It was like, who, who thought he shouldn't be a QB? Who, who, yeah. I have did I think Bill Polian was the only person who thought that was right. Have you ever been in a conversation where somebody's like, you know, Lamar Jackson should be a slot receiver. No. Has that conversation yeah, just, ever happened? Just email Bill Polian. You know, yeah. You Bill Polian's like, he's a hundred on notice. Um, we mentioned, Oh, Tom Brady wanted to talk about him really quickly. Just as a fantasy guy, $1 at the end of our draft. Well, you Our whole laughed, draft. You remember this. I think we did something a few, oh, maybe it was just in person. I said, this is the year, the first year Brady isn't a starting quarterback in the our fantasy. League. I got mad. Like, Come on, don't stop that. Don't even talk about that. Yeah. He went for a dollar. You were having a conversation when he went for a dollar. I was like, hold on, Simmons, listen up. Your boy's going to only go for a dollar. And you and you waved me off. Like, let, just let it happen. I don't, I don't want to really pay attention to it. Yeah, and I had the extra dollar too, and it was a sad <laughs> moment. And now they have Antonio Brown, and he's going to end up being a top, a top ten fantasy yeah. guy. One last thing about that game that I forgot to mention: it's thirty three to three. There's six seconds left. The Steelers are on the Pats forty. Yeah, see what I mean? And Belichick doesn't. Somebody is out there that shouldn't be out there for the Pats. And Belichick calls timeout. Yeah. And they cut to Tomlin, who's like, did they just fucking call timeout? He's got that look right. at his face. Right. Belichick's like, they're not scoring a touchdown. <laughs> we have the wrong linebacker in. <laughs> Flip him in. Uh, it was I, a bizarre thing because Tomlin's kind of letting the clock go down before that play, before it stopped with six seconds left. He's kind of letting the clock, like Roethlisberger's got his hands in his pockets, but you know he's not done driving here. You know, they yeah. want one or two more plays, the end zone. Fantasy, everyone's watching, but... Well, yeah, to call a timeout there, uh, I, I don't know where, where there's more mental disease there with Belichick or Brown. This is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be something. This is Alien versus Predator now. Um, hey, we we teamed up with FanDuel to give everybody a chance to play fantasy football yeah. against us and the trifecta. The winner gets to fly out to Puerto Rico to be our official correspondent for FanDuel's World right. Fantasy Football Championship Live Finals, an all expenses paid trip. To enjoy four days worth of WFFC events in Puerto Rico and get to be part of all the action. We still have to figure out a way to get Harry in Puerto Rico. Would he get through <laughs> customs there or no? No, I don't think so. He he would try to smuggle some candy that I'm almost positive isn't allowed in there. Well, if you go to fanduel.com slash ringer, you can enter and draft your week two fantasy team before the games kick off on Sunday. I did not do well this week. I'm in the 200s. It's not good. It's there's some people. Some people hurt my feelings on my team this week. I have to look. I had uh, Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson on, so I, I had to do well today. You had Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I had him in everything. Well, I have him in our fantasy league. So right. why you, I guess that's all I can. Why don't you really? take some of that? Um, <laughs> I had, I had Brissett, Chubb, Chris Carson, freaking Godwin, 
Miles Boykin. Oh, Julio killed me. Evan Ingram, Saquon, and the Seahawks defense. I don't know why that didn't have more points. Yeah. I guess whoever had Lamar is just going to be the best person this week. Yeah, so, that's good. I mean, he, like you said, he could have gone for seven touchdowns, whatever he wanted. To well, make. I'm going to redeem myself next week, and you can redeem yourself too in the Ringer Listener League on FanDuel. It doesn't matter if you missed last week and can still take home the top prize. Go to FanDuel.com slash Ringer to enter now. That is FanDuel.com slash Ringer. All right, let's uh, let's play some Guess the Lines. Let's do it. Um, we actually have the categories back for this week, and we oh, need like them it. because there's a couple Poop Fecta mm-hmm. specials. But every week, we guess the lines. Whoever gets closer uh, gets more nothing. times yeah. gets hit by a Jimmy John's sub. Talking to Jimmy John's, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Jimmy John's. I want to hit you with an unwitched tuna sub because the, it'll just, the tuna will go everywhere, all over you. It'll be great. Oh, man. All right. So um, I'm up for it. You well, won last week. week. So this is uh, pretty brave of you. You killed me last week. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with Thursday night, which is not that far away. Mm-hmm. Panthers, Bucks in Carolina. The Bucks were not good today. I have no idea what happened to Mike Evans. I kept asking Kyle if he was hurt and Kyle was going, no, no, he's right there. And I'm like, well, why aren't they throwing to him? He's he had like, like two catches or something. Yeah, they weren't going to him at all. It was weird. Mm. I have the Panthers. Well, quarterback had a 45 uh, rating today. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh, is that they high? Just out of sync. Jesus. I uh, I went high in this because Jameis was so bad and, and I just couldn't imagine him being favored or getting seven points or less. So I went seven and a half Panthers. Yeah, the line's right in the middle. I went five and a half. The number's um, six and a half. So we split that. Hmm. They could probably make it a touchdown. I would. Uh, I will say this: San Francisco only had 256 yards. I know they didn't care; they were, they were winning most of the game. That's uh, that's maybe a better defense than we thought, or maybe San Fran sucks. I don't know. Jimmy G had. It's funny; it wasn't the most atrocious pick six in the game, but it was singularly atrocious. Mm-hmm. Where it was one of those, you know, he's on his own ten looks to his left, throws the out to the receiver and doesn't see the cornerback just already running toward the ball. And the guy just is running full speed, catches it. He's in the end zone a split second. Later. Right. Those are the worst. I'm maybe that's has Tom thing. Brady ever had one of those, Kyle. No, I haven't seen one of those. No, I don't, no, I don't feel like he has either. Maybe Jimmy G needs to be hit with the Jimmy John, uh, Jimmy John onion sandwich, whatever it's called. <laughs> the unwitch. Um, Sunday. Which, by the way, this game is a Thursday night game. They're parading these two teams out to London. Like they're they're showing it off like it's a the Globetrotters Washington Generals rivalry. I don't know why we need to see this showcase twice. Jesus, I can't believe. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty physical Rams game. Mm-hmm. It's and they're playing in a hundred. You know, it was like how hot was it in Carolina? It was hot, right? Wasn't it like ninety? And now yeah, they have to, to play. Yeah four days later. That's rough. That's a tough beat for both teams. Sunday, the marquee game, the Rams are home. I This is the second to last. When did this new stadium opening? Is that, it's not next year. It's 2021. Is it next year? Or is it next year? All right. Well, this is their last home opener before they have the most awesome football stadium of all time. Hmm. They're playing the Rams. I, I'm sorry. They're playing the Saints mm-hmm. at home. I have Rams by four. Um, I had three and I got it. It's exactly three. So we haven't seen the Saints yet, which makes this one tough. Well, I think they're both. I'm still, as long as we're early in the season, I'm going by projected win totals. And I think they were both around 
10 and a half, right? Yeah. Or maybe New Orleans. So that's usually a minus three. So that, yeah, so it, it added up to minus three. Any uh any predictions for Saints Texans while we're here? Saints Texans? Yeah, Monday night. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of points, and it's just based on that we didn't see any points basically in the Sunday night game or the Thursday night game, which was just brutal. I know we just breezed past that. We're not going to talk about uh, Packers Bears, but um, I, I think both offenses let it fly. I, I would I would take the over. I don't know. Seven might be too high, but the over is the pick. I say. When I was looking at the slate all week, I thought the two liveliest underdog money line picks were the Colts and the Texans Mm -hmm. just for like the line seemed a little too high. And I think they actually have a chance to win the game. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out. Yeah. All right. So we have four in the watchables. That's not bad. This is a pretty good Sunday. How badly does, do the saints want this? Obviously it's better at home coming off a short week, but you know, this is the rule change game, right? Right. And a lot of rehash about, that call and the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could go sideways. We should mention quickly with the Rams. It, it was, so I have, I'd had Daryl Henderson, I think, in both of my leagues. I thought he was the backup. And then this dude, Malcolm Brown, came in and looked good and got most of the non-girly love. There was a report before the Rams game. I think Chris Mortensen said, um, I think it was Chris Mortensen, was said how, oh, no, no, it was Jay Glazer, I'm sorry, said how uh, the Rams basically have no idea with girlies knee they're just gonna play him and yeah. see how it goes it was like really it's that it's that bad they have no idea what's gonna happen with his knee they're just <laughs> playing him so he looked okay he did he didn't look like two years ago Todd Gurley but he didn't look gimpy or anything but they were definitely really careful then the big difference is cup and there was a couple big plays in the game today where they you just forget how important he was with them. And I know everybody spent the summer going, you you forget how good Cooper Cup is. But right. watching the actual game, there were plays where he's just the guy. He's He seems like he's the guy Goff likes the most. So Sure. When it's third and seven, who, yeah. who, 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 how many guys in the league would you rather have on the field uh, better than Cup when it's third and seven? Like, and he, just, looks, he looks great, too. Their defense looked good, too. I, I, but uh, I, think, I thought that was yeah, a good I game think for McVay, them. It looked, if you look at the box score, he's like, oh. 14 for 97, girly, 11 for 53 for Malcolm Brown. Give me that every week. Yeah. I'll take that every single week, and the, the receivers could split it up however they want offensively. And there was also a moment when it seemed like they might blow that game. Zerline missed a field goal. It seemed They mm-hmm. had a chance to blow it open, and then they settled for a field goal. And then all the Ram, the Panthers just kind of kept lingering. And then the Rams kind of got out of there with yep. a win, which I like saying. So we got mm-hmm. four for the watchables. First one is Packers. At home against the Vikings. Now, the Packers offense in that Thursday night game basically for 58 minutes was in a coma and had that one great drive where they scored the touchdown, but the defense looked great. And defense looked great. I, I think the Bears defense is really good, and I think the Vikings defense is right. really good. Yeah. So I have I have the Packers at home against the Vikes, and I have the Packers by three. And this feels like a physical low scoring game. I actually think this will be a good game. Yeah, we both picked three, and Vegas picked three as well. So this does yeah, it's feel. Tough. I think I might just sit and watch this. I'm not sure I saw enough at a at a either team. I don't know. They, the the Vikings kind of didn't have to play the second half, and Green Bay kind of didn't play the second half. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I think it's a stay away as well. I don't trust Cousins. Yeah, and I I do think there's. If you're betting Kirk Cousins against Rodgers, whether Rodgers is in a post-prime, 
portion of his career, whether he still has his fastball, mm-hmm. there is that moment where in the third quarter, at some point you realize like, oh my God, I bet on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And you I know, know what? I love I think this Packers defense is really good. Yeah. They got that they got that Adrian Amos from the Bears, which, you know, he made a big play in the game. Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, they got all these free agents. And by the way, I think Clay Matthews was holding them back. I really do. I think if you ever want to know if a guy's holding you back, like, hey, can you cut your hair this week? I want to see if uh, you, you look as impressive. I think, like, <laughs> Get a crew cut. You're a white guy flying around with long hair. We kind of think you're better than you are. Right. <laughs> and you're a Matthews. I don't know. So look look for them to uh, be stingy. On Second watchable game. The Dolphins are home against the Patriots of New England. Now, normally I would have put this in the poop fecta. How is this watchable? Well, because it's Antonio Brown's first oh, game. Okay. Like, wait, this is 100% watchable for that. And you know mm. they're going to get him involved. And you know he's going to do something ridiculous. And it's going to be great. Is Looking Antonio Brown any, anywhere as good as Marquise Brown? Because that guy put up 750 Woo! yards. Good Lord. They, they got a little something-something with that receiving core. I, li- yeah. I liked all their skill guys. I really, you know, hopefully that's not the peak of the season for them when beating the terrible Dolphins. But mm-hmm. anyway, for Miami's home, I went over 14 points for this. I feel like you have to. I settled at Patriots by 15 and a half in Miami. I said they'd be favored by 36. I was leaning 36, 36 and a half. I wasn't sure what I was going to say. No, I, I said 16. And I'm like, well, that's still going to be low. But you're right. It's 14 and a half. You're closer. And you get that. It ends around 15 and a half, 16, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Why yeah, they? sure. I mean, who, who who's crazy enough to bet the Dolphins? I, I felt bad for Josh Rosen. I was like, he must be hiding. He's hiding behind cheerleaders over there. They don't. He doesn't want any part of this game. I have a weird Patriots theory I'm going to throw at you. You know, in the past, the Pats, I don't know if you knew this, but the Pats have been good for a long time. And mm-hmm. they they have this habit of when they would dominate a team for a while or whatever, they would ease up or the team would get some garbage time stuff and the final result would be a little closer than the game actually was. I think their secondary is so good this year that I think it's going to be really hard for teams to, for bad teams to score on them even in garbage time. I feel like the, and you know, we like we could say what we want about the, I think you're right about the timeout with six seconds left, but I, I kind of feel like they made a deal with Belichick and said, let's see how many, Let's see how long we can go without giving up a touchdown. Yeah, I think is the it a defense. Month? Can we go September? I think the defense is a real story with this team. It really mm. the secondary, like Harmon, started in playoff games for them, and is it is now like a like a dimeback. Yeah. You know, he's it's just they're just loaded. So I think in a game like this, when they're if they're up like twenty eight to three, twenty eight to seven, it's still going to be hard to score on them, even if they have backups playing. The guys are still pretty good. Yeah. Um, this Find is, out if there's a side deal because that could um, that could that could help us gambling wise. This is a a perennial nightmare game for the Patriots. I just want to point that out. I'm required to point well, that out. Well, but as a I think fan. that's that makes it uh, unlosable. So every week we cross a team off that we've decided yeah. will not make the playoffs. I am willing to do that with the Dolphins right now. I think there I is a zero percent chance to make the playoffs. The Dolphins, welcome. Welcome to the Eliminator Pool. You've been That's eliminated. It. Good job. That's Good job it. by you. Go Good on job vacation, you. Miami. You live in Great Miami. Job. You don't really have to go vacation far, but you're, you're not long for this season. Next rewatchable game. I'm sorry. Next watchable game is uh, the Steelers in Pittsburgh playing a Seattle team that um, 
I can't say the Seahawks fans are have to were that fired up by the end oh, of that game. Man. That was brutal. I know you did it again. You hate throwing the Seahawks into those parlays teases because they will do this against shitty teams at home. They've done it to us again and again. We both threw them in a parlay. Had to sweat out fucking Andy Dalton. And <laughs> Well, what we forget is Andy Dalton's a decent quarterback. There are a lot of bad teams with bad quarterbacks. Yeah. He's a good, decent quarterback on a bad, really bad team. So he's gonna he's gonna screw you one or two or three weeks out of the year. So you gotta you have to be careful. And Mixon got hurt. We we really, really, really got lucky with Seattle. You know how many yards they had on offense? It wasn't it wasn't great. A hundred and fifty. Mixon was another karma guy I went down today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 150 yards. How did they win that game? It's insane. The shocking thing to me was I thought Metcalf was going to be like a gimmick this year. And no, Russ I, likes him. Not only does Russ like him, I, I was shocked by how much they were going to him. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was like the new Doug Baldwin. He's like, or Doug how much Baldwin. they weren't going to lock it, Tyler right. Lockett. Well, who yeah. then ended up making the big play, but he, right. like, Metcalf is like Doug Baldwin after after the Incredible Hulk, after he yeah. takes the uh, Incredible Hulk serum. Did that feel like Andy Dalton's greatest game ever, yards-wise? He threw for 418, and they had like 17 points deep into the fourth. But that, that such a weird feel, that game. Yeah, well, you said it best. He is, he is like weirdly underrated because mm-hmm. he's the guy you don't want to bet on in a wild card game. But right. in a game where he's a nine-point underdog against Seattle, and Seattle's already thinks they just have to show up and win, like he's actually pretty frisky. But you know, the biggest play in that game that kept them around was that ridiculous pseudo hail mary at the end of the first half, where the Seahawks just that just kind of misjumped it. Like the, these D backs need to play preseason. If you misjudge that, that that's really bad. So that that really so kind of skewed how this game went. But yeah, so I have a. Had the Steelers laying three and a half at home against Seattle. I, I had you out here. I said four. It's actually up to five. Or it opened at five, and it's five. Um, because I think they're thinking, now that I look at it, you can't go two games behind Baltimore. I, I know we can't say it's over, but the wild card maybe most likely not coming from this division, I'm thinking. And uh, do, do you want to fall two behind Baltimore? It's a bad look. Well, and they're also factoring in Pittsburgh playing football for the first seven days of the year for them. So that'll be great. <laughs> Something that resembled it, at least. Yeah. I thought Seattle was going to be better, and I don't, I don't know what to make of that performance by them today. But does I have, it drive you crazy that Russell Hustle and Bustle Man Muscle Wilson doesn't t- call his own number more than once a game now? Like only when he needs it in the last drive or something? Well, I felt the same way about him that I feel with Trubisky. Yeah. Where you have these guys who are phenomenal athletes and they're not rolling out and using their gifts to kind of, you know, if you're rooting against them or if you're betting against them, it's yeah. always the scariest when Wilson's kind of scampering around and you don't know sure. if he's going to throw a pass. And they, they weren't really doing that with him. They never seem to fix that offensive line for him. But the one play I'm talking about, like, and Chris Carson's good, but you, you shove it in his stomach. He moves forward for two yards and then you see Russ he oh he, oh my god he could he could really just boot it out lot out oh that play yeah yeah you're right for seven but he yeah. didn't he did it once all game yeah he always feels like he's they have the shackles on him for some reason yeah. they don't they don't ever kind of let him roam free last watchable game I, I, I this is just a tribute to Lamar and what we saw today but I, I have Ravens Cardinals in Baltimore as as a watchable because 
Lamar versus Kyler Murray is going to be really fun. That will Ooh. absolutely be on one of my TVs. It's going to happen. I have uh, the Ravens favored by eight. Um, I had 10 and a half, and it's 13. <laughs> Vegas doesn't think this is as watchable as <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. So what, what do you think that line was a week ago? Must have been like uh, seven or eight, right? I don't know, ten or eleven. I don't think they give like any of the rookie quarterbacks that much juice on the road. Oh man, I don't agree with that at all. That's too high. No. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm oh, I also won't be betting in Arizona. So there you go. Well, I, I was looking at it as. Uh, well, you don't want this teaser. You don't want. You don't want any part of that teaser. Any, anything over ten points. But in Wait, terms it, of an eliminator pool, if you don't want to use New England, that's a pretty good one. Let's uh, take a quick break. Hey, here's an insider travel secret from Hotel Tonight. Tons of empty hotel rooms are out there just waiting to be booked. Hotel Tonight teams up with awesome hotels to help them sell these rooms. They pass those savings along to you, your own one-stop shop for booking cool top-rated hotels at incredible values. Even though it's called Hotel Tonight, you can actually book in advance perfect for planners and procrastinators alike. I've used it many times that we have discussed on this podcast. It's great if you're a sports parent and you have a tournament popping up at the last weekend. Um, you can also score an extra amazing deal with Hotel Tonight's Daily Drop feature. Use Daily Drop to unlock a special deal at a hotel selected just for you. It works in most cities. Once your deal is unlocked, move quickly. You only have 15 minutes to book. And if you want to swipe again, you can unlock a new deal every day. What a great way to take an even more spontaneous trip. Because you never know what you're going to get from staycations to weekend getaways. Great hotel deals are just one swipe away. Go to hoteltonight.com or download the app to unlock your daily drop. All right, we're going to do the uh, barely watchables. The Chargers are in Detroit. The Lions fans, they just have to be feeling good. Another another uh, killer Lions season off to a great start. They're 0-0-1. Feel the excitement. Little o o and one start. <laughs> I have the Chargers getting three and a half on the road in Detroit. You had the Chargers giving three and a half. Giving right? three and a half. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I had them giving three, and it is three. So, are you going to beat me again? Um, what's the six? Yeah, it's six to three if you include the tie. I, I, you talk about the Patriots cheating, Jesus. <laughs> um. Matt Patricia, I, I don't know. Yeah, and especially, like we said, Vikings and Packers are going to be good. You know the Bears will be good, too. Maybe not 12 wins good, but they lost their first game last year and ended up with 12. So Detroit really shot themselves in the foot with a tie this week. I'll tell you this much. If that line stays at three, I'm not going to be able to resist the Chargers. Really? Even though I don't like the road favorites, especially this early in the season, but I just don't think the Lions are good. I'm looking at the Chargers differently now. I know travel... Is a bitch for these teams when you're up, you know, button up against your bye week and everything. But I don't see a lot of true road games for them because they they play at home and that's a road game, you know. So I like that win for them today. I, I really thought the Colts were good. That was a nice yep. one. Speaking of the Colts, they are in Tennessee, and whatever this line ends up being, I'm going to be betting the Colts. I'm just telling you now. I think Vegas jacked this a half point higher than it should be. I have Titans by three and a half. You and I both at three and a half. It's only three. Okay. Vegas not as impressed with the Titans. I think they know that they're not going to play a team that's going to allow, you know, 18 go for penalties. 182 yards of penalties every week. I think that's a fair line. 
We need a we need a derisive nickname for Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. Like Freddie Malt 40. He just seems like he <laughs> should be hanging outside the 7-Eleven in like Kansas City. I felt bad. I think the last somebody. time we did our podcast, I was telling you we were going to do a comedy bit at uh, Lock It In with Hugh Jackson. Yeah. And we saw Hugh and I, and I, I really didn't know what to say to him. I like almost like I really got like starstruck a little. I was like. You look good. The, the you know resting makes you good. Makes you look good. You look healthy. I have no idea what to say. <laughs> you know this poor guy wants a job. Something he can't catch on in some kind of like uh, defensive line coach or something. Can't you like, just yeah? Thanks. Can't you just add him to lock it in? Why like, can't he just be, be in the, the show? The fifth box, yeah, the fourth box. You guys, it's an hour long show, and Hugh could be the producer, and you could continually just run out of time each week. It's <laughs> five five minutes of the show left, but it's five thirty. Uh, um, poor Hugh. Poor Hugh. I hope he, he must have enjoyed back. that today. Yeah, listen, he's not worse than Freddie Kitchens was. No, he, no so Hugh far. Jackson game has ever gone worse than that game did. Jesus, mm-hmm. Freddie. Freddie, I'll see you outside the 7-Eleven at 11.45 tonight. <laughs> Cowboys are in Washington. Wait, did we pick that? Oh, I guess we did, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was, okay. Cowboys are in Washington. Washington got uh, more than frisky in the first half of that Eagles game and mm-hmm. was conspiring to mess up every eliminator pull and parlay and everything. And and then the Eagles rallied back. And... uh and and then the Red, the Redskins went away, and now they I think are, I told you like the the nine point favorites or higher in week one were seven and seventeen or seven and nineteen against the spread. It's just like too too tough a hill to climb if you don't score in the first quarter, and that's exactly what happened with the Eagles this week. Well, even though they were covering, so John Redskins. Ewing from the Action Network he had a stat today after the Eagles did they did not cover that Redskins game. Mm-hmm. That since 1993, yeah, the the highest favorite is 12 and 24 in week one. Is that what it is? Yeah, wow. I thought I was surprised. I wish we had known that we could have shorted the uh, Eagles this week. Well, we could have shorted the Eagles. I love I love Seattle. I just thought they were going to run all over uh, Cincinnati, but it didn't happen. But I still yeah, like it. That- I know the game was already played, but I still like the Seahawks. <laughs> Let's go back in time. <laughs> I have uh, the Cowboys laying four points in Washington. Boy, I'm never this confident in my team. I promise you I'm not. You know I'm not. I said seven, and but you're closer. It's uh, it's five, so you take it. So you think you signed Dak this week? No, we don't have to do that. Everyone's got to con- – not everyone's going to be signed every week that, that, that they have a good game, right? Well, we're going to have to give them $50 million. That was crazy. You know who was in the owner's booth today was uh, the great one, Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, was he in there? Yeah, there's a picture of him, which reminded me, I've never brought this up to you on a pod, but Mark Stein is convinced that Dirk Nowitzki is the most popular Dallas athlete of all time. And it's a take that drives the Cowboy fans crazy. They refuse to accept it, but then they can't name a Cowboy who was more popular in Dallas than Dirk Nowitzki. I have to say, um, I've been out to, I don't want to... Talk out of school, but we've been out to dinner with Romo. I, yeah. I was out there in Dallas, and I think he mentioned that only Dirk gets a greater response when he walks in because I think he's immediately recognizable. Yeah, it's 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 too he's Seven too big to, to not approach. Hmm. Texans are home for the Jags, and unfortunately, we have we haven't seen the Texans yet, so it's a tough one to guess. We do know that uh, what's his name, G Minshew. 
Yeah, Gardner Minshew. G Minshew is going to be the QB for the Jags. So I have the Texans by six. I'm, I'm picking Texans by six blind, having not seen them this season. I went higher. I, same thing I thought with Kyler Murray. No, the, the rookie on the road thing doesn't even. It's a, you're, you're playing against the blackjack dealer has a six showing. Doesn't really matter. That's the rookie quarterback on the road. So you have to give it close to eight or nine. I said seven and a half. It's it's actually nine. Oh, so it's an extra field goal for G. Yeah. I don't know. I like Minchu. The Chew? Chewy? It's hard. It's so G-Chew? hard. Like the, the, the Chiefs, are, they screw you up. They really, you don't know how good your defense is. You don't know how good your offense is because their defense is so bad. It's really a, like a throwaway game when you play that. G-Baby? Did you <laughs> did you think LaShawn McCoy looked like somebody who is going to, let me give you three choices. A, take Damian Williams' job. Mm. B, do just enough to ruin Damian Williams' fantasy season. Or C, get hurt in two weeks and it's not going to matter. Oh, interesting. I think, uh, well, I have Damian Williams, so I can answer that. And I'm now 1-14 in 14 in the last 15 games in our league. Yeah. After uh, dropping one tonight. Um, so I think just by that, I-, I would say he'll do just enough to screw with Damian Williams' stats. Well, I have good news. You've just been named the new Browns coach. Who has? Lejean McCoy? No, you have. Sal. Oh, okay. They heard you were 1-14 in, in your last 15, <laughs> and they just said you've been hired. Congrats. No, that's too impressive a resume. I thought Lejean was brought in just to be like Andy Reid's buddy. Like, we have no room for you, but just hang out and stay out of trouble. Yeah, but if they if they hadn't done that, do you think they would have been a real player for Antonio Brown? It's possible. Oh, wow. Because no. that, that honestly would have freaked me the fuck out. If the Chiefs if the had Chiefs gotten got him. him. Yeah. That's a night. Imagine him, Tyreek, and Watkins. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Kelsey. Oh. Right. I Thank know. God that but, didn't happen. I know. Well, but the Patriots signed Brown back in um, back in May. So it <laughs> wow. couldn't have happened. <laughs> Until you can find the emails, it didn't happen. We can't find, you know, you talk about Brady texting with T- Antonio Brown and Antonio Brown's like, oh, pro- probably like, oh, I don't know about this. And Brady's like, relax. I'll just throw my phone in the trash if they <laughs> ask for it. <laughs> I'm only laughing because we're going to go 14 and two. Um, I know. Chiefs at Oakland. Wow. With this Oakland, yet another team we haven't seen yet. Short week, uh, go play against the Chiefs. That's fun. And you're home. Yeah. I uh, I jack I kept this under ten because of the Tyreek Hill thing. I went Chiefs by nine. Yeah, you edged me out. I said eight and a half. It's uh, actually it is nine. Oh, am I still alive? One, two, three, four, five, six, eight to six. How many do we have? We have uh five games left, including tie. Oh yeah, great. You're still alive. There was a scary moment in that Chiefs game when uh, Mahomes went in the tent. Yeah, and it looked like somebody fell on his leg and. Had had shades of Brady eleven years ago, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. But it was, I realized that even I am, I love the Patriots more than anything about football. I didn't want Mahomes to get hurt. I, I was like, no, that's good. Yeah, I was like, that's come on, nice Mahomes, yeah, are you, you okay? Wanna... Like, I, I love watching Mahomes. I didn't want to lose Mahomes. You know, it's funny. This isn't quite parent corner, but my son, freshman in high school, is in now three fantasy leagues. Yeah, and he had Antonio Brown, and uh, when the Raiders dumped him he was like oh man what a waste what a wasted pick second round pick what am i gonna do and then i say and then like s- saturday morning i was like you know the patriots are the odds on favorite to sign him he says oh no really 
I said, what are you complaining about? Do you have him on your fantasy team? He's like, I will gladly lose and be the butt of all jokes and go winless in my fantasy league in front of all my friends in school instead of having the Patriots have him. That, 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 what does that show you? That, that ninth graders are willing to be the butt of the joke in exchange for the Patriots. Not I, I just lost a ton of respect for him. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I kind of did too. That's terrible. God, what kind of kids are you raising? I don't know. Jesus. You know, I was flying back from San Francisco. I went to a Metallica show on Friday night. Oh, I went to, I saw Metallica with the San Francisco orchestra and the new golden state uh, basketball arena, which is Speaking amazing. Speaking of losing respect. Downtown San Francisco. The Metallica, the Metallica was unbelievable. I'm so really? glad I went. Yeah, it was really something. But on the way back, the An- Antonio Brown got released and we hadn't taken off yet. I, thought I was with Fennessy and and it was like, you don't think he'd go to the Pats. It was like one of those. You don't think he'd go to the Pats, even now. Mm-hmm. And, and I did a tweet about Belichick, joking that Belichick asking Ben Watson to switch from 84 to 89. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. So then, you know, six hours later, he's on the Patriots. But then- they tweeted and did some, or he did some Instagram or Snapchat stuff with the Brown Patriots 84, but Ben Watson's 84. So what happens if Ben Watson's like, fuck you, dude, I've been 84 my whole career. You're not getting it. Pick no, a new number. you can't say that to AB. Yeah, what if he does though? Way. It's a free country. Ben Watson can do what he wants. What that if he's like, I'm not giving you 84? And then he'll just give him some of his $15 million he got and say, here, now you're 80, now you're 89. What if Ben Watson's like, you're a dick. I'm not giving you 84. Pick another number. And then Antonio Brown has another freak out like he did with the helmet. He's like, I can't play unless I have 84. You know and what? Then he sits out like this is now, these are my nightmares now that Antonio Brown's on my team that he might like sit this. out because he doesn't get a number. I like where you're going with this. I'm going to start a, I'm going to do a Kickstarter for uh, Ben Watson to keep the number 84. Well, Belichick will just wave Ben Watson and be like, Ben, you're giving oh, him yeah. 84 or you're going to have another team. I forgot about that part. Yeah. We didn't do uh, Bears Bronco, which is the last barely watchables. We have not seen the Broncos yet. I, we both have them in a couple of wagers that we need them to come through on Monday night. I think you underrated this game. I mean, I, I, I well, because probably because I have Denver as, as winning 10 games this year, but it's going to Here, be fun. Here's why Fangio against his old team. Here's why I didn't underrate it and why I made it a barely watchable. I don't want to watch Trubisky for a while. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I never want to watch him again, but I need a few weeks to regroup from first game of the year. So excited to have my first football bets down. Yeah. And he just bends over. It was it was like watching some crazy dude just bend over in the middle of the street and stop traffic by taking a shit all over wow. the road. That's how it was for three hours. And I don't want to watch him play football for at least a month. Well, I think it gets easier for him. I'm not saying this game because he's going a mile high and the Denver swarms on defense anyway. But last week uh, or Thursday night, he had like 40% pressures. Yeah. Trubisky. That only happened once last year or 42% somewhere in there. So He'll have some good games. I just this is just unfortunate. He's hitting these dynamite defenses back to back. Well, I have the Bears in Denver uh, laying three points. Yeah, I I who gets this? So I thought this was a pick, and the Denver is giving a point and a half. Oh, so you get it because I'm four and a half points. I, yeah, off. I get that one, but I, I get it, but I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. The Bears seem to need it more. Well, again, we haven't seen Denver. I don't know. I guess short week. 
In my head, I was just thinking the Bears defense looked really good last week and they're playing Joe Flacco. So what am mm-hmm. I missing? Oh, yeah, wow. that, that might be it. That could be all you need to know about this game. But doesn't Denver, don't they go like five and one in the first six every every year? They always do the start out nicely. Yeah. Uh, we have four games left. We are now moving to the Poop Fecta division of games. There's two mm-hmm. this week. The first one is is definitely poopy. It's not as bad as the second one. Bengals. Actually, it is it is as bad. Bengals at home against the 49ers and Jimmy G. I have the Bengals laying a point and a half. I had no idea what to do with this game. What do you have? Yeah, you get this, but by the slimmest of margins, I said Bengals minus two. 49ers minus two is the spread. Wow. So Vegas liked them today too, and they came through. What are they seeing with the 49ers that I'm not seeing? What am I missing? I don't know. I was trying to look at the win totals. So the, the, the 49ers, I guess, have bigger, better win total than Cincinnati. I'm not sure because they didn't have a lot of yards either. What did we say San Francisco had? Didn't have a lot of yards. 56 or something? Secondary was was pretty good. Running game, no. Jimmy G up and down is being kind and some dumb penalties. But I, I can't say I was like impressed by them in the game today. It, it seemed like Tampa probably Dalton definitely won. loses games he's supposed to win. but. Um, I don't see the pick 12 in this game, which which seems to help a team a lot. Well, if we see the pick 12 again, Jameis won't be seeing week three. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. The other yeah, poop fact game. with the pick 12. Yeah. The Giants are home and they'll be playing the Bills of Buffalo. And we should mention, Bills-Jets, not the greatest game ever. I don't think we'll be seeing it on the NFL greatest yeah. games or any of that stuff. But Kyle and I were both impressed by Josh Allen, who... Even if he's erratic as a passer and maybe not the number one guy you'd want to run a team if you're picking uh, best quarterbacks, he does really carry himself like a quarterback. Like he definitely is a leader. And mm-hmm. uh, and I, I I thought he really came through down the stretch. I thought he was pretty good late. Now, CJ Mosley was out. Like they had nothing. I, I think these two have decent defenses too. So yeah. I, I feel bad for Jets fans. They had it right there. Yeah. They really didn't have to do a lot to win this game. I know uh, Donald got sacked four times and didn't look sharp down the stretch, but I feel bad. <laughs> Imagine people thought the Jets could win that division. There seemed people that actually thought that they were going to contend. Well, so when did Mosley get hurt in that game? Yeah, I guess it was a little, was it second or third quarter? He, was, mean, he had a touchdown, so that helped. My Jets fans' friends were saying how he was looking really good early mm-hmm. and then somehow disappeared, but... The Bills, Singletary looked good too, and they didn't really unleash him completely in the game, but I'll yeah. be interested to see what he does. So uh, so I had Bills by one against the Giants in New York. I had Bills by two and a half, and I got it I got it exactly. I know you're going to think I'm cheating. Yeah. You're going to be a shade under three. You're hitting me I don't know how Jimmy you Johns. Be, give the Giants anything less than three. <sighs> that That is, I could see Saquon rushing for like 380 yards. Really? The best running back I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He did it today. He did something. He busted he came one out today. And he fumbled. Did you see how he fumbled? Yeah. Like, uh, that was, oh, it was the first time Saquon's ever fumbled in his life, dating back to seven years old. And then the next play, he took off, embarrassed the the, the edge for the cowboy. Like, yeah. just ran right around. I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to suck tonight. And, uh, yeah, maybe he gets it back this week. Sunday night game is in Atlanta. We mentioned it earlier. Falcons against the Eagles. I do not think the Falcons showed enough to be favored by three in this game. 
I have Falcons by two. That's exactly what I had. Vegas has Philly by one. Oh man, they saw the they same. Love Philly. They, I mean, they have them right around ten wins anyway. So they saw the same horrible Falcons energy that we saw in this game. We didn't talk mm. about how much fun it is to have Deshaun Jackson back in the Eagles and the beauty of certain players on certain teams who aren't superstars, but when they're mm-hmm. in the uniform, it all kinds of falls into place for them. I just kind of like it. That was bizarre. That He's, was 2013 Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Speed, everything. Ability to sep- create separation. Insane. He had 154 yards. It's scary. I, I don't want to do this blind without looking up the stats, but I would say that he has probably gotten more 40 plus yard touchdowns than just about anybody this decade, oh, right? Wow. Wouldn't you say? Would you include like returns and everything? Just seems like six, seven times a year he has, even yeah, when maybe. he was on bad teams, he still finds a way to break a play. He did one today, but it, I liked having him on the Eagles. I thought that was I know really I fun. had him under four touchdown receptions last year, and he had four in the first two weeks and ended up with four. So it was one of my luckier bets. But um, he's, yeah, he's this is a different uh, beast with the Eagles. It sucks. And I, Wentz, I'm going to say this. I've, I've been crapping on Wentz all summer, but he kind of looks like Brady back there on third down. I feel mm-hmm. like there's not any kind of throw he can't make on third down in the pocket. Well, he he put up 28 fantasy points today quietly. Mm. First half he was doing nothing, then all of a sudden it took off. That was a good win for them, though. You know they got a little they got a little tested. Yeah, but um, the what'd you think of the rookie running back? Oh, I didn't get to see him too much. Sanders, yeah, Yeah, he looked pretty good. Did he? Last game, I'm calling it up. Sorry, Browns Jets Monday night. Do you you want to call this a loser leaves town match? I I kind of think we do, right? If the Ravens are two and zero and the Browns are two and zero, what kind of odds are you going to have to get on the Browns to make the playoffs? And then we know the Jets aren't winning division. I don't care if they win by fifty this game. If you had to pick six AFC playoff teams right now, who would you pick? The dumbest uh, question of all time because we've had one game and we've had no injuries yet. It sucks that I'm going to have to ditch the Steelers because did you have the Steelers winning the division? Yeah, I still have them as one of the six. I, I think do, they I'll start I'll do slow. the same thing. I'll take three playoff teams from the AFC West, not having seen Denver. I'll take Houston in the South, not having seen them play. I'm going to stick with Pittsburgh and New England. Yeah, I I don't think I'd be able to narrow it to six. I think there's probably eight. Oh. Well, you told me six. No, I know. I, I, can for, give you eight. I just wanted to force you to do something that I didn't want to do. <laughs> now, if I had to do six, um, I had the Denver in the Chargers spot, but after watching the Chargers today, I kind of wish I had flipped that. But definitely, mm. definitely at least two from the AFC West. And then I think the Colts are going to be a playoff team. Wow. Baltimore, I'm not ready to call a playoff team yet. But I, I would I would still take the pedigree of Pittsburgh over Baltimore. But I the think the Colts play some crazy quarterbacks. Like it doesn't even matter. I think we went over it, but they obviously played uh Deshaun Watson twice. We saw that they played Rivers. I think they have Breeze and Mahomes in there somewhere and Big Ben. Those I would games. say the thing I would bet on is that I think the AFC East and the AFC North only has one playoff team. So yeah. if it's not Pittsburgh, it would be Baltimore and vice versa. That's looking right. 
And then I think I could see Indy, Houston, Chargers, Denver, KC, four of those five. Well, but then are you taking, uh, where's the other NFC? T- oh, so you're taking like Green Bay, Minnesota. You're taking one from the North, one wild card from the I'm ta- North. I was talking AFC. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I thought you said NFC for a second. I meant, I'm sorry, I meant AFC. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the AFC right. East, AFC North, I think two playoff teams total out of those divisions. Gotcha, yeah. Monday night, Browns, Jets. I have Browns three and a half at the Jets. Now, why are they doing this? Because this was the first Monday night game ever? Is that why? I think so. Like, this is the, what, anniversary of Monday Night Football? I think that's the only reason they're sticking us with this. But I'm still disappointed in Michelle Tafoya's Thursday Night Football outfit when they're like, it's been 100 years, and Al and Chris are dressed like Grantland Rice in the 1920s, and it's like, let's go to Michelle. Right. And she doesn't look like she's dressed in the 1920s. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Like she yeah. should look like Glenn Close in the natural or something. She should mm-hmm. look completely absurd. And it's like, all right, you have a cute little hat on that maybe nobody would wear yeah. anymore. But you don't, nobody would be like, oh my God, you look like you're in 1920. Come yeah, on, Michelle, like, come into the bit. Jack Holes could uh, dress up. You could play dress up. I'm not doing it. Did we talk about how that's not the greatest um, rivalry of all time? What a, which one? Packers Bears. What is the greatest rivalry of all I'm time? I'm sorry. It's not Packers-Bears. How many Packers-Bears games do you remember? I mean, how many in my lifetime? Like, probably none. That's Have what I they mean. ever been good at the same time? That's exactly it. I think at three years in the, uh, the last half century, they've both been good. I, I'm, there are so many better Patriot uh, Jet games than there were Packers-Bears. Yeah, that's stupid. I don't agree with that at all. Greatest rivalry of all time. So you beat me again. All right. Oh, so I said minus one. Uh, I said the Jets would be favored by one. You said Cleveland by three and a half. You're going to win this. It's Cleveland by two and a half. Yeah, but you beat me for the week. Eight, nine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, I did. Get that Jimmy John's ready. So that cheers you up. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We still have to watch. I'm betting the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. That's it. What's it going to be? Five and a half, six to one? I'm just going to do it. Can I read you the Steelers decade? Their decade? Yeah. yeah. 2010, lose the Super Bowl. 2010, lose a wild card playoff game to Tim Tebow. 2012 and 13, no playoffs. 2014, playoff loss to the Ravens. 2015, playoff loss to Peyton Manning during the year when he had his arm that was made out of facility. Mm. 2016, made the AFC title game, got destroyed by the Patriots. 2017, they blew a playoff game to uh, Blake Bortles. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember that one. 2000, I do remember. I 2018, no playoffs. And on the last game, uh, their best player decided not to play. Mm-hmm. 2019, it all turns for the Steelers fans. They've decided that they just can't stand Antonio Brown. They want the Raiders thing to go as badly as possible for him. And it does. And they spend the whole week celebrating this. And then he ends up <laughs> on the New England Patriots. And then they lose to the Patriots 33-3 on opening night. Ladies and gentlemen, that was your Pittsburgh Steelers decade. <laughs> Thank you, and please drive through. Uh, um, we went to great lengths to keep Van Tillen and Brown off the Patriots. Like, I don't know if the Patriots would have paid him $50 million in March, but they would have given up the draft picks. I'm going to read an email from Carter Wright. The combination of Bill's excitement over the NFL season starting and his cockiness about the Patriots has led me to turn off every BS podcast this week. <laughs> Will someone please get him to stop acting like such an arrogant asshole so I can listen to the podcast sometime this season? Carter. Or 
get House or Sal to offer some resistance when he gets up on his high horse. I can think of some fertile subject matter for doing so. Taping the Rams practice, employing a murderer, massage parlors, etc. Sincerely, Carter Wright. Aw. Carter, Carter, I've tried all of that. First of all, and we didn't the tape the Rams the day, practice. The Patriots hoist the Lombardi trophy. There's, not, what, what am I, there's nothing we could do, really. We didn't tape the Rams practices. That was that was a lie. Oh, here come here come more lies. Yeah. We we might have might have employed a murderer. The <laughs> massage parlor where all charges were dropped. Uh, picture, pictures it. weren't though. Spine offenses. Well, yeah. haven't seen it yet. Uh, all right, we're gonna do parent quarter, but we're gonna take one more break. Hey, if you have the TV on at the office or at school, wherever wherever you just have something on in the background, or if you just like. Great sports coverage that's live 24-7 and costs you nothing. Check out CBS Sports HQ, the brand new streaming sports news network. It's always on. It's always free. It's focused on the game. Tons of highlights, breaking news coverage as it happens, fantasy advice, and something we care about deeply here at the BS Podcast, gambling picks and analysis. To get that extra edge, as someone who's been playing fantasy and gambling for three decades now, I can confirm. That stuff is not easy, although it was pretty easy this week, but it's not always easy for me. But when I turn on CBS Sports HQ, I'll see the tips and trends I need to win my bets. Just download the CBS Sports app on your phone, Apple TV, Roku, Fire TV, or other connected devices that you use at any time to watch CBS Sports HQ. No fake debates, just sports for real sports fans at the great price of, oh, it's completely free. You don't even have to log in or sign up or anything. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. All right, it's time for Parent Corner. It's brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. As parents, we have enough to worry about without stressing over used car shopping. At CarMax, you've got a full week to decide if it's the right car for your family. CarMax cars are covered by a seven-day money-back guarantee. Take it to work, school, soccer practice. Find out if it's the perfect car for you. If it's not, bring it back within seven days for a full refund. No questions asked. It's that easy at CarMax. No regrets guaranteed. Check them out today at CarMax.com. Sal, what do you got? All right, I got two uh, quick ones. I'll tell you uh, about my five-year-old who is playing soccer. Now, um, he was on this team last season, actually like in the uh, spring, with all his friends in school. Every one of them. There was like six friends in uh, in his preschool class. They were all on this baseball team. They were the Mets. He loved it. We got along with the parents. We held the end of the year party at our house. Um, they, they weren't insufferable, the parents. I actually liked them, which is tough for me. Uh, it was great. Now they have this soccer team in the fall. And Harrison, my son, is two days too old to be in that league. The soccer um, the, the the way they sort out the ages for the soccer is different than the way they do it for b- baseball. So he's two days too old. There's a kid on the team that's two days younger than him. Um, but my son can't do it because he's two days too old. So he has to play on another team. So, But the coach offers this. He says, hey, why don't, I'll just order an extra jersey. He could show up. He's five. Who gives a shit that, you know, they're not competing for a, a giant trophy here. The coaches, other coaches are going to know there's no roster. He's not going to call me out. And uh, that'll be that. He can come in as a sub or there's always two kids that can't make it or whatever. I was like, that sounds really good. My wife's like, no, 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 let's do this by the book. They'll probably let us do that anyway. But let's let's just uh, let the league decide. I was like, I don't think it's a good idea, but go ahead. Godspeed. Do it. Sure enough. Calls up, gets a commissioner on the phone or, or email through email. 
There are absolutely no exceptions. He cannot play with his friends. He's going to have to be on this other team. So now she's furious. And I, now I'm not furious. Now I'm like, well, this is this is your fault. You screwed this up. We could have had the extra jersey. We could have ordered it. It would have been fine. And now he has to play on this other team. And not only now is he playing on this other team, they moved those, that game for some reason, the schedule. There's three games on Sunday. So I have to see. It was, everything was great. Everything's lined up for a Saturday season. Now he has half the schedule is on Sunday. And, and, and their practices are Saturday at two. So oh. Two days, two weekend days are ruined for five year old soccer. I have and a question. In the middle of the day, Saturday. I was like, what kind of maniac? I have a question. Is, yeah. Why are they having practice for five-year-olds? That's the exactly. dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. What, what That's are they what doing? I said. I Five-year-olds like, run going... around like a chicken with their head cut off. There's no practice right. for them. That's what I said. I was like, well, what, he, he shouldn't go to the practices. This is, this, we have a couple of beach days left. We have a million things going on. Why at two o'clock do we have to bring him to practice? Like, well, maybe he won't play. Maybe they won't play him. If they, I was like, this is not a scholarship team. Like, I don't get it. So that's that. We're stuck with uh, Saturday and Sunday. Real quick. The older one, the freshman, has a game in Anaheim football Yeah, on Thursday. I'm driving out there. I'm about uh, halfway there, and I get a call from my wife saying the game is canceled because it's too hot. Oh too my hot God. in Anaheim. It's 90, and it's, and it's humid, and they don't want to take any chances. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I know I play through heat like this. I don't want to be the old man saying this, but first of all, this reminds me of the NFL, what we talked about. Why are they sh- scheduling September early September games in Carolina and Tampa Bay, if they know there's going to be a storm hitting, same thing here, same same weather in Anaheim every September 10th, have their games on the road. No, that's it. So I had to turn back. I was like in traffic for four hours, but that's that. I'm done. That's brutal. I can't believe yeah. they have practice for five-year-olds. What is going on with this country? Yeah, isn't that? And she's like, oh, the the you know the coaches are nuts. They love it. I was like, if they love it so much, take off work Friday. We'll do Friday at five or something. You throw a soccer ball out with people wearing uniforms of two different teams. Yeah, and all of them just cluster around the ball. There's no. What are they going to practice? Just yeah. running into each other. I was like, you know what? He's not going to remember any of this. He might remember playing with his friends that he grew up with. That would have been cool. <laughs> but all right, take that away. What, what are we going to do? What's his yeah, birthday? When's his birthday? December 30th. So there's a kid who was born January 2nd who's on the team. Oh, man, that's a tough sports birthday. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, Is my, it? I never even thought about it. Is, Zoe has a friend that she played soccer with when they were kids all the way through. And then when California switched to, instead of whatever the cutoff date was, it became the actual birth year. Mm-hmm. And her friend was December 31st, 2004. So had to play with the 2004. She was like the youngest person. Mm-hmm. in the whole league. And then, but if you were like January, February, the following year, then you're the oldest kid. It's like the Gladwell book. Yeah. The outliers with the hockey players. But right, this I is why book. when people ask me for advice for parenting, I always, the only thing I say is if you think your kids are going to be athletic, try to game it so that they're born like late January, early February. That's the move. Yeah, that's good. If you really want to stack the deck Matt, for your children. I, I, I understand for leagues, there has to be a cutoff, but I mean, it matters when they're eight, nine, 10 and above, but come on, five, five is play with his friends. Five's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, my parent corner, there's just a lot to choose from with my son these days. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, uh, he's really turning into one of the all time characters. You, you posted a photo of Brad asleep at football today with your son standing next to him and. 
My son's kind of turning into our Brad. Just, oh, no. No, just like he's just a character. There's like, I could pick seven stories. Okay. But, um, so I'll go with these two. He, my wife gave him $40 to, because he was walking downtown to go get coffee or some coffee drink with his friend, Ben, and they're going to go walk around. That's good. That story's good enough right there. You could stop. Yeah, that was my whole thing. I was like, why'd you give him $40? Why didn't you give mm -hmm. him like $10? She's like, I don't know. I just grabbed money from my wallet. So giving him $40, you know, it's like a game show where you're giving like just dumb 11 year olds money to just spend. And they, yeah. So anyway, he comes back and there was some sale from a store and he's carrying all this stuff. And he's like, mom, the store had a sale. I don't forget the name of it. And I got all this stuff and it was, I, I can't even describe what the stuff to, one was a thing. It almost looked like a stand. And he's like, I'm going to keep my trophies on this. He hasn't won a trophy, I don't think, yet. I think he won one <laughs> baseball trophy. Um, so it's like, so that's great. This ugly stand, I don't even know where it's going to go. You have that. And then it was like, there was one giant long key that he really liked because it looked like a key from a scary movie. And it's like, <laughs> look at this. It was marked down from $10 to $1. It's like, yeah, because it's a fucking giant key. Who would want this? Do you know what it says? You sure it, it wasn't? Yeah, what did it say? It says the key to my heart on it. Oh, my <laughs> God. And then there was like some gold chains. So anyway, he spent the whole $40. Then my wife's mad at him. I was like, why are you mad at him? He's an idiot. You should be mad at yourself. So <laughs> we have that. Then the other thing was I rejoined my fantasy league with uh, my friends from high school, the one that I was in from like 1990, which mm -hmm. I, had, I had skipped out on because I was I didn't want to be in multiple leagues. And then oh, really? they made me feel you, guilty. You yeah. So I'm, ba I'm back in that. Did the online draft the whole thing. But I wanted... Uh, I told my son, I was like, we should be partners for this. He's like, great. Mm -hmm. So we do the draft. He's interested right to the point where he really wanted me to take Baker Mayfield, which might be the only quarterback he knows other than Tom Brady. So we take mm -hmm. him and then disappears. He's gone for the rest of the draft. <laughs> Downloads the CBS app on his phone. And then he can look at our team and he's all excited about that. He's like, hey, dad, look at our team. We're favored to win this week, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch football with you and Kyle on Sunday. I'm like, great. So comes around. It's like 9.55 West Coast time. I'm like, you going to come out and watch football? So yeah, I'm going to be out there in one second. I'm just going to go on the trampoline. Comes in. He's in for two minutes. Watches like two Baker Mayfield passes. Like, I'll be right back. I never see him again. <laughs> just gone the rest of the day. No interest in anything. Then comes back in and starts yelling at me. Because we also have Lamar Jackson, who I didn't start because I started wow. Baker Mayfield, because that's the only football player my son's heard of other than everyone right. in the Patriots. And I'm like, I started Baker Mayfield because that was the guy you were all excited about. You wanted Baker Mayfield. He's like, yeah, but dad, Lamar has five touchdowns. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You're so dumb. I'm like, you don't even watch football. You're not even out here. So now we're yelling at each other. And then he ends up not watching any football at all. And now he doesn't care about the fantasy team because we lost and we suck. And I picked a bad team and he doesn't want to be on my team anymore. <laughs> so that's he's gonna, it. He's going to end up stabbing you with that giant key. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the other thing is he has a Pats jersey that has his rap name on the back because I right. got Kyle the Flash Gordon jersey. So he got his melatonin jersey mm -hmm. and then wouldn't wear that tonight because he was still mad about the fantasy wow. team. Bastard.
Yeah, because I so didn't Baker start Lamar Mayfield Jackson. Basically, turned the child off to sports, really, or off to football. All all we need to see was two Baker Mayfield passes. Well, what you realize is when we were growing up, all we wanted to do is like watch sports with our dad, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, what was better than, oh yeah, watch a game with my pops. They, they don't want to do that. They just want to watch, you know, a prank video on YouTube. Yeah. Can Who's you the- imagine yelling at your father for starting so <laughs> and he cracked upside the head so fast? <laughs> well, and then he was he's been researching his Halloween costume. Who's the guy he's gonna be, Kyle? He's gonna be this guy from Is it a YouTuber? It's, it's a YouTube video. Right one ear out my other. I don't know. And I'm like, Who's that Zoe? And and Zoe goes, He's this guy in oh, yeah. Daniel Dobrik's video who he sleeps with all these girls and smokes a lot of pot. So Ben thought oh, no. it'd be funny to be him and for Halloween. I'm like that doesn't sound funny at all. Can he not do that? Oh, and then when Kyle came in today, Ben tried to stab him with his knife that plunges it, it through. broken, so I wasn't on the lookout for it. I thought he was actually going to stab me. So he came at Ben with a knife, and then it plunged in, and then it receded into itself because this was the $1 oh, no. thing he bought. He's going to put Kyle on his trophy case. Yeah. That's going to be the first I'm one. I'm telling you, he's you do character of the year every year. This is going to be the first child in character of the year. I love it. <laughs> He also asked Kyle today if Kyle wanted the BB gun that he bought on Amazon because he can't have it. Uh-huh. I got some use. You actually kind of need that. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle's going to take the BB you gun. Kyle, you might need it for defense for one, <laughs> for, from <laughs> bed. Coming at you. That's right. Uh, all right. So that, uh, that wraps up another exciting That's episode great. of Parent Corner. Sponsored by CarMax. CarMax rules out millions of cars with their vetting process and select only the best to become CarMax certified with over 200 stores nationwide and more than 50,000 CarMax certified cars to choose from. They make it easy to find the perfect car for your family or in our case, our screwed up families. They have your back with a seven day money back guarantee in every vehicle. No haggling, never any pressure to buy. Drive worry free for 90 days or 4,000 miles, whichever comes first with the CarMax limited warranty. Start the search for your next car at CarMax.com. All right. So you're doing lock it in tomorrow. What's What's the top story tomorrow? Patriots? Top story is I'm the king. I won this week. I oh. pulled it out. Oh man, I have you know me with those money line parlays. At a six teamer, Florida State. I needed to win an overtime. I needed Michigan to win an overtime and Seattle to pull out that crap game in uh, in the fourth quarter. But yeah, that's the top. So I guess the top story's got to be Antonio Brown, right? How he affects the Raiders line. Well, you can bet a certain amount every week, right? You should just put all the money on the Pats to win the AFC East. Like you just could have won the show. Well, no, you have to do what something that pays out every Sunday. Oh, it's it has to pay, pay out. out by the Sunday. Uh, yeah, but but that said, when you win the week, you get a free futures bet, and it's mine's going to be Patriots to win the Super Bowl. I'm just going to get the unpleasantness out of the way and do it, right? What else would you do? There's nothing else, right? I mean, you bitch about this all the time, and yet no yeah. team has made you more money over the years. I'll have to look back, but yeah, you're probably right. Nobody's been more reliable than the New England Patriots for your wallet. Mm. Terrible. That's what they do. Um, all right, the cuz week two, week one in the books. Looking forward to the two Monday night games tomorrow. We love that second Monday night game. That's good. I love it. It's good. Who's it going to be? Like Chris Berman's dog sitter calling the game? <laughs> How did they do it? Did you did you, you didn't see the Dan and Keith on Friday night? Did you? No, I missed it. I was so bummed out that that was the night they picked. Like, who watches Sports Center on uh, Friday night? I wish they yeah. had done that on like Sunday night. They should have done it tonight. No, I'm gonna have to take a look. I know they had to do it on the exact birthday, but um, was it good? Did you see it? I didn't see it. I was oh. I was in at a Metallica concert, <laughs> watching <laughs> Enter Sandman and the puppets. Don't they know songs. everyone's at Metallica on Friday? Yeah, they should have known. Yeah, but uh, no, I heard it was great though. 
I heard it was uh, nice. really, we'll really good. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Anything else to plug? No, that's it. I guess Jimmy Kimmel Live uh, tonight and every weeknight on ABC. And uh, oh, the Jenner Trifecta and I on Against All Odds uh, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. No tape. We'll have a new producer. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, I think we go Jim Cunningham if it's all right. Nice. Did Jim Cunningham get called out of the bullpen? Nice. I think that's so. Talk about Andrew right. Jim Cunningham's always a good vote. There you go. Enter, enter Jim Cunningham. Kyle, was it emotional? I mean, I was getting, uh, Kyle was sending me gifs all night. Oh, but... yeah. I didn't think they were going through, so I, sorry. No, yeah, no, I loved them. <laughs> They're good ones. The ones I sent you. Was it emotional, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Tate was employee number one at the ringer. I hired him in my, one, huh? yeah, I hired him in my driveway because he brought, he brought all my stuff from uh, ESPN. I'd been, after I left ESPN, I had all the stuff in my office and they never gave it to me. And I kept asking. And finally, I, I said to Jacoby, like, hey, I need that stuff. Like, you know, there's some cool pictures. So they mm -hmm. had Tate bring the stuff. And I met Tate. And we talked to my driveway for 20 minutes. And I was like, I like this kid. So I was like, when yeah. this ringer thing starts, I'm hiring you. And, and he ended up being my first podcast producer. And he was the producer for, I don't know, for what, two years, two and a half years yeah, until man. Kyle. Good and then he ended up doing Against All Odds with Titus. And then... He also, one shining podcast, yeah. Yeah, that's all that's one shining podcast with uh I'm sorry, it's late. One that's shining right. podcast with Titus. He did GM Street with Lombardi and he was producing a whole bunch of pods. So yeah, we're gonna miss yeah. him. Yeah, well, we wish him we wish him a lot of luck. He's going into porn and I think he's gonna do a great job. <laughs> he's gonna be the best. I think this he's in the right age. He's gonna he's gonna act and direct, and it's gonna be yeah. great. Now he'll 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 tell everybody what he's doing when 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 the That's time right. comes, but we'll we, tell them before he tells them he'll, just to screw him up. He'll, he'll make, he'll still make appearances on against That's all right. odds every so often and stuff like that. For sure. All right, Sal, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right. Thanks so much to ZipRecruiter.com. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to the Ryan Rosillo show, which don't forget it, it, uh, it brings in Chris Long every Monday, starting this week, Chris Long and Ryan Rosillo. Check that out. Subscribe to the Rosillo podcast if you haven't already. I don't know why you wouldn't have. Thanks to Square. These days, Square is more than a little white credit card reader. It's a whole system of tools built to run and grow any kind of business from point of sale and payroll to invoices and online stores. Go to square.com slash go slash BS to see all the ways you can take your business from square one to whatever is next. And... Thanks to Hotel Tonight, our old friend. They show you incredible deals at, at cool hotels you actually want to stay at. You can score extra amazing deals with Hotel Tonight's daily drop feature. Unlock a special deal at a hotel selected just for you and stack it within 15 minutes. If you want to swipe again, you can unlock a new deal every day. Go to hoteltonight.com or download the app to unlock your daily drop. We are coming back with two more BS podcasts this week. I hope they're as enjoyable as this one was. What a great day. Go Pats. <laughs> <laughs>